Hello and welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking more about sibling relationships. Hi, everyone. What is up? How did last week go? Did you notice yourselves letting your sibling take control of you at all? How'd that feel? Doesn't feel really good, right? So today I wanted to discuss sibling relationships because I actually have more to talk about and I never run out of things to talk about, which is really great for the podcast. So happy you are here. Plus, I love it when you guys leave a review and tell me what you need to hear more about in your lives. So leave a review and tell me what you are struggling with so that we can talk about it on the podcast. Chances are that if you are having a hard time with something, other teens out there in the world are having the same concern. If you didn't listen to part one of sibling relationships last week, it's helpful to go listen to that episode before you listen to this one. I talked about how our brains like to control things in order to feel safe, one of those being our siblings. So if you didn't listen, that's a good episode to help you just understand why we get so annoyed with family members. Before we get into our topic today, I wanted to read a review from Hannah. And she says, I love the advice you give and how it can be applied so much to teens' lives. The only problem I have, I don't know if anyone else has this, LOL, but the Qatar intro is way louder than the host speaking. I have to turn my volume down at the beginning and end and then turn it way up when the host is actually speaking. Anyways, thanks for all the good advice. I absolutely love this review from Hannah. I am always looking for ways to make the podcast better for you guys, so let me know what I can do better because this podcast really is for you and you are not going to hurt my feelings at all. The more recent episodes shouldn't have that problem. I've been working on the audio quality, so hopefully it's okay now. But you know, if there's ever anything that you guys are like, I think she can do this better or anything like that, feel free to leave me a review and let me know. Okay, so let's do this. Sibling relationships part two. In any relationship in your lives, you really get to decide what kind of person you want to be. And we all have multiple relationships in our lives. What relationships are you a part of right now? Currently, I am a wife, a mom, a friend, a sister, and a daughter. I have multiple categories of relationships, and so do you. And in each one of those relationships in my life, I get to decide what kind of person I am. So I choose to be a very loving and forgiving mom because that's just the kind of mom I want to be. And I don't let my kids determine the kind of mom I am. I choose to be a fun sister because that's who I am. I love to have a fun time. I don't let someone who doesn't want to have fun control whether or not I have a good time. Deciding who I want to be is my responsibility. And deciding who you want to be, that's your responsibility. Deciding who you want to be in your sibling relationship, that is totally your job. So let's think about this. What kind of sibling do you want to be? Are there physical items that you will share? 
within your family, personal stories, experiences. Will you be the kind of sibling that gives advice? Will you be a person that your sibling can come to when they need help? Are you going to be that sibling that is willing to be uncomfortable in social situations and have your brother's back? When they fall down or get hurt, are you going to be the type of sibling that's there to help them get up? Here is why it is so important to decide what kind of brother or sister you want to be. It is because when you get into situations that are very tricky, you already know what kind of person you want to be. And I like to kind of think of it like this. Imagine a lighthouse up on the cliffs above the sea. Knowing what kind of person you want to be is like having that lighthouse constantly there for us in view. When the sea of the world, or sometimes it isn't even the world, but our own brains <laughs> that cause trouble for us. But when those big waves start to get bigger and cause trouble all around us and try to change who we are and we get lost, that lighthouse is there to remind us what kind of person we are striving to be. And it doesn't mean that you will always be that person because we're not perfect, but it's so much better to have an idea and direction in your brain of who you are when you really get tested to the limit. And siblings are really good at testing our limits, right? <laughs> yes, anybody out there? <laughs> anybody agree? <laughs> so these are a few things that I have decided for myself on what kind of sister I want to be. And you can totally come up with some of your own or you can adopt these if you'd like. I personally don't like to feel angry at people or annoyed with them a lot. That takes too much energy for me and I don't have time for that. So I really try to focus on what kind of person I want to be and what is best for me to feel. Because remember, our feelings create our actions. There are a lot of things that are the best for me when siblings are concerned, but today I want to share my top three with you. Yes, it's important to share and say kind words and all that other stuff, but these three things have helped me the most in my sibling relationships and in deciding what kind of sister I want to be. And this isn't just for when you are younger. This can be for your whole life. So these three are the biggest for me, and I actually just didn't decide these, you guys. I had to learn these the hard way, <laughs> which life taught me these, okay? So the first one is notice their social and emotional cues. Try to pick up on these. If you notice that a sister is quieter than usual or has her head down or her cheeks are a little bit blotchy and red, it may not be the best time to tease her about her mismatched socks or, you know, just trying to be funny, okay? I like to think of it as taking their emotional temperature. Many times we don't know what a sibling is going through and they need some extra compassion and understanding and maybe just even some space. So be observant on what kind of struggles they may be having or going through. And you can tell a lot about how somebody is doing by their body language and their facial expressions, and they just may need some more compassion than usual. Number two, 
keep their information private from the world. In our homes, there is a lot (laughs) that goes down. We basically know a great deal about someone just from living in the same house as them. You learn a bulk amount of their secrets and you see the most vulnerable parts of them. Home should be a safe place for people to be themselves. It's the one place in the world where you can walk in the door and leave the misjudgments of the world behind you. I try really hard to keep myself a safe place for my siblings, even though we don't even share a house anymore. And I encourage my kids that what goes on in our home in the lives of their siblings is not meant to be used against them in the outside world. If you know that your sibling does something at home that would be embarrassing for his friends or others to know, keep that private. The awareness that we gain about people from living with them should never be used to hurt them. We all have times in our lives that we wrestle with trials we are going through. And if we want to tell others outside our home, it's our place to do so, not a sibling. Number three, know how you want to be treated and don't be timid about it. I really do believe that we show others how to treat us by how we treat them. Walking away from a situation is important, but it's more important to know when to walk away. So don't wait until things are so out of control and ugly (laughs) to walk away. Okay, it's very hard to walk away at that point and leave a situation. Having a physical space in your home that you can escape to is really beneficial when you need to get away from a situation. And so whether that be your bed or a bench outside, a swing, you know, even on your couch with the dog, wherever you can be alone and have some cool down time, it's just important to have a space that you can go to in times that you need it. So in my family, we have the saying, you go first, which I am sure annoys the heck out of my kids. (laughs) But whenever they come to me and complain about a sibling not sharing or giving them what they want or not helping to do a chore, clean up a mess, saying something that they don't like, I mean, the list goes on and on. My response is you go first. Many times you Yes, I'm talking to you, you right there (laughs) listening to this podcast. You will have to be the one that goes first and sets the example of how to treat others in your home. And when one person takes the initiative, others will follow. Relationships take work and they take time, but good relationships are all worth it. I don't talk about this very often because it's something that's hard for me to talk about, but my sister passed away when I was 24 and she was my absolute best friend and I would do anything to have her back. Sibling relationships, you guys really can be the best in the whole wide world. So enjoy your siblings, have fun with them, love them, appreciate them. Life would be so boring without siblings. Okay, you guys, have a great week and I will see you later. If you are interested in any of my one-on-one coaching programs for teens and their parents, please visit my website, knowingup.com. 
That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P. 